yourself a bowl of Millville Cocoa Peanut Butter Spheres. <laughs> it's Saturday Morning Crunch. We review the Saturday morning cartoons as nominated by you. I'm your host, Kyle Von Kubik, and I'm joined along with Johnny Capcom and Keith the Roboduke, both of which should be appearing in the second issue of Read Only Magazine. And if you haven't read the first issue, head on over to readonlymagazine.com. And while you're there, scope all the other cool stuff that you can pick up at oneradt.com. All right, so this episode, we are doing a nomination. The nomination was uh, given to us by Star Wolf 101 on iTunes. Star Wolf, thank you very much for your kind and thoughtful review, the five-star review you gave us on iTunes. Uh, he nominated, or she nominated, Rayman. And that is where the thanks end for Star Wolf 101. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you. God damn it. Don't say that. <laughs> it was a loving one. Come on. Do you hear this gaslighting fucker over here? Oh, I just told her to go fuck herself. It was a, in, a, in a loving way. What's your yeah. problem? You can't expect, you can't take a compliment, you fucking dunce. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, Rayman, the animated series, lasted a total of uh, one-sixth of a season. <laughs> <laughs> Which equaled out to about four episodes. That's a maximum movie software. <laughs> For this particular episode, we suffered through two episodes. Episode one, which was Lack Mac Napping, and episode two, which was No Parking, both of which you can watch at home on YouTube. It's abandoned. <laughs> they were just like, we don't care. It premiered or escaped December 20th, 1999, and it was put out by Ubisoft. The genre falls into whatever Rayman is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what is this? Yeah, it's a good, I think it's supposed to be a comedic show. Like the thing that I was confused by was it has a narrative, but it's also full of like kind of Looney Tunes kind of I want to say disposable humor, um, where it's like, don't worry about this, just watch <laughs> it. And, you know, disposable definitely sums up this cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the show was commissioned uh, by Ubisoft after the success of Rayman 2, and they planned a full season of TV. They made uh, four episodes in-house, so the people who had been making the cutscenes for the games would have essentially made these. They made four episodes that aired in France, Germany, and Holland, but and these episodes, I believe, were released on DVD and VHS in the US. Uh, that's why we have the English language version with uh, Billy West and doing half the voices on yeah. the show. Uh, one thing I read that was kind of interesting was like uh, pe the people involved were like puzzled as to why it was cancelled because the <laughs> Quebecois government were throwing money behind it. Yeah. And uh, as I put my notes, as a part of the agreement, 10,000 baguettes would be delivered to the studio every day. This <laughs> is <laughs> <the> support. <laughs> I have a friend, actually. I had a friend from France. I have many friends from France. I'm a European. But I had a friend uh, who, his name was Clement, but uh, mm -hmm. he used to come and hang out with a group that I used to hang out with. And one of the guys, uh, none of us knew his name. We just knew him as the French guy because he didn't really talk to us. He just came over to play a King of Fighters or whatever. Right. I, and uh, I remember I turned to a friend of mine and I was like, what's his name? And he just goes, uh, Pierre. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's his surname? And he goes, uh, Baguette. <laughs> <You know? laughs> In my head, I was like, oh, Pierre Baguette. That's, uh, that's about right. <laughs> Terrible. You know, historically, I don't know shit about Rayman. 
you know, that Deceptive is a video game character and mm-hmm. that, you know, Ubisoft is is French. Aren't the French supposed to be like, don't they normally make like pretty good animation and cart? I mean, Tintin and all that shit. Like, mm. what, like what, what is this? And then the instant I'm listening to John be like, yeah, it was made in house. I'm like, oh, that's why the whole show feels like really bad video game cutscenes because a bunch of people who make video games were trying right. to make a TV show, which right. does not fucking work. Right. (laughs) You can see where the company came from, though, because like Toy Story and Reboot and all that, Mm -hmm. like 90s CGI animation was a big deal. And obviously the games were the Greyman. The series was a hit at the time. So they were like, "Okay, we can we can do it. Greyman's just an imitation of the real two flying fist superhero Plock or Rystar. Well, Rystar's arms were attached. Yeah. Oh, true. well, no, he wouldn't. He throw it. Oh, they were, but he could throw his arm. He could stretch his arms, though. So he's eh. yeah, he's just Whatever. a rip off of the Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all just a rip off of Jesus, the real man of miracles, <laughs> who's just a rip off of Gilgamesh. <laughs> I'm imagining uh, all the uh, big big brains over in Ubisoft sitting around the table and going, you know, do you see this uh, Final Fantasy movie by SquareSoft? Very good. We could oh, do this. this. You were getting bent out of shape over me making the joke of a baguette <laughs> earlier on. And you're like, oh, oh, oh sorry, <laughs> Kyle, Pepe Le Pew was canceled. Stop it. I heard. I heard. <laughs> and now Fli- Philippe is going to go into the water and be stung by the jellyfish. <laughs> go on, Philippe. Go on. Don't look nervous. <laughs> Oh, forget it. We are not going anywhere. Come on, Lacmac. We have to practice your new act. New act? Okay, Lacmac. Make a doggy. Good trick. But it's clear to see. The bar is fake. Fake? Oh no, my friend. This is cast iron steel. Lacmac strong? Lacmac strong? Lacmac strong? Okay, so like I was totally not aware of this show until Star Wolf decided to nominate it for our program. I was, however, aware of the video games. I the only one I ever played was the first one for the Sony PlayStation. And to be fair, it wasn't even my game. My little brother got it from GameStop. It wasn't anything that I thought was all that remarkable, but it was very colorful and vibrant. Do either of you have a personal history with Raymond the cartoon show or the video game? <laughs> Raymond. This is the way he said that was perfect. This is just it was so mundane. Yeah. Like it's not Rayman, it's Raymond. <laughs> um it's funny you bring up the color because I remember the first time I saw Rayman was I think it was my friend was playing it with his brother on his brother's Saturn. And my friend wouldn't shut up about how many colors were in the game. And like he's going, oh man, there's 15,000 colors in this game. Can you believe it? Because he read the market material and was super hyped for the game, you know? And mm-hmm. his dad fell asleep watching us all play this game. And he woke up and just went, oh, sorry, I passed out from all the colors. <laughs> <laughs> And my friend was so fucked off about that. I remember the look on his face. It was fucking beautiful. But uh, I uh, that was the only time I played that original game. I don't. I think I assumed it was a Saturn exclusive. I never went chasing it. Um, and I was too busy playing 
you know, Doom and Tekken because it was 1996 or whatever. Sure. Yeah, I didn't really have a lot of history with the series. The only game that I really played was uh, Rayman Origins, which was absolutely outstanding. That's the, the hand-drawn 2D platformer that came out in the 360 and the PS3. Would definitely recommend seeing. Actually, uh, I think you would uh, enjoy playing that uh, game with your son. Yeah. It, it's very uh, pretty and kind of like more zany, but I think mm-hmm. if he enjoyed... Um, Yoshi's Island, he definitely enjoy the Rayman Origins. Yeah, I, I played some of the more recent ones. I don't know if I played Origins or Legends. I played a bit of it was free for PS Plus. And those games are gorgeous. I do agree with John. You can't play them uh, tandem like the Mario Brothers uh, platformers, I think. One of them you can play two player at the same time. So really, really fun games. But that is really where my relationship with Rayman exists is just with playing a bit of those games and when this was nominated i i was flabbergasted because i was like no that's not a thing like there is no rayman cartoon what do you that was definitely the discussion that we all had where we were like this exists this is a thing yeah like is one of our friends fucking with us like did they make this account just be like watch the rayman cartoon and watch us feverishly try to like get a hold of this I was fond of a lot of the the uh, CG shows, Beast Wars and Reboot and stuff like that. Mm. But those shows have real stories and characters and mm-hmm. like reasons for existing in their worlds, not just they're here. Yeah. yeah. So, John, tell us what the hell is happening in these two episodes we watched? I mean, I would be able to do that if there was coherent narrative. It feels <laughs> like, like, and that's I'm not just like being like salty what were they thinking guy here yeah right i got you i got you like it just starts out there's a circus yeah and then rayman is trying to infiltrate us to free one of the circus animals but we don't know why he's doing it uh, he yeah. knows everything that's going on like rayman yeah. is aware of what the circus is and who the characters are but we don't it's like the opening 12 minutes of once upon a time in the west where there's inferred narrative <laughs> based right. on the actions of the characters and then it kind of becomes a uh well between the two there's like there's a was it the lacmac is the name of this one uh, monster i guess in the circus that they want to free yeah uh, yeah for some reason uh, I mean, yeah, it's sort of like prisoners they're all prisoners of the circus including rayman but why they don't say and, and, and yeah one of them's lacmac and there's Cookie, who doesn't, you know, because it opens with that circus performance for Gatoni Land. Oh, we're going to do the circus. And oh my gosh, yeah. It, what, it makes no sense. Rigg- like, Cookie doesn't have Rigg- a- Rigatoni. I was like, oh boy. Ringatoni? Ringatoni would have been nicer because, like, the circus ring, but his name is just Rigatoni. They oh. didn't think about that. They were like, there's a character named Cookie. What's Cookie? I don't know. It's some kind of bear otter thing <laughs> what does he do i go with mechanics well what well why does the circus guy have him kidnapped i don't know what's his performance at the circus he ain't gonna do nothing like why is he even there why does he have him captured who God are these damn. people what if it was You'll- just a human woman like <laughs> what is happening ubisoft should have hired keith to do the voice acting because i gotta tell you that that was just a better performance than what we got out of this goddamn show oh my yeah i didn't mean it lovingly star wolf this is horrible <laughs> it's every it's just lacmac terrible fucking name star wolf you are welcome to nominate cartoons that we don't like any time yes, no. just keep leaving those five star reviews yeah. on your platforms of choice no, but that's the thing is we need this you know what i yes, mean we like do. i love ripping something up too like this is fun 
to, to yeah. go from something that like we absolutely are like praising and being like, what a great cartoon. You guys got to watch this to then next being able to be like, I fucking hope your children are cursed. With oh. 10 extra toes. <laughs> like, you know, like it's like, that's it's a lot so, of toes. Yeah. It's a lot of extra toes between these two episodes. Raymond and his group of circus friends break out of this very bad circus. Yeah, because and- Mac remembers he has super strength because he has a new trick bending bars into the shapes of animals. And that's when Raymond saves the day by going, oh, wait, you can bend Baz. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You can yeah. break us out of here. And it's like, Draft- dude, your arms fly off. You could reach for the key across <laughs> the room. The fucking little dude flies, but he's too sad to go and try to rescue them or escape. Like, this is the worst writing I've ever seen in anything. It's so bad. The, there's a uh, large deficit of narrative between the, at least the two episodes. Maybe the last two were better. I don't know. I'm going to say they weren't. But- <laughs> Just, but I between, know John said he wasn't going to be the what were they thinking. I'll be the what were they thinking guy <laughs> today. So they break out of the prison in one episode and get a car. And then when they have the car, they start <laughs> driving. And that leads into the second episode all about the car. And the car breaks down or they hide the car. But then the car get the car, sorry, gets towed. And one of the characters, I believe Lack, no, not Lack Mac, the, the Firefly is in the car. So they have to go get the car from the impound lot, but they're also fugitives of the law. So while they're trying to get the car, they have to avoid the cops. <laughs> That's what happens in these two episodes. The car they get by finding a guy who's like, ah, this freaking car doesn't work no more. And they're like, oh, Cookie can fix it. And it's like, oh, that's why he's here. Like just to yeah. fix this car. That's the reason he's here. He didn't have a performance at the circus. He's just here. So when they come across a guy with a busted car, who's willing to give it up if they can fix it, just so we can get to the next episode where they park the car in a no parking spot and the PPD swoops in and fucking takes it away. What the fuck? It's almost like a bunch of video game developers try to come up with a cartoon with no experience of ever writing or producing a cartoon before. That's what this show kind of feels like. Yeah, but the thing is, is like, okay, let's take all the dialogue out. Let's take, let's break all the characters just down to Rayman. Open game, Rayman's in a cage at a circus. We see this guy walk up. He hits the whip a couple times. Rayman doesn't want to, like, it feels like a game though. Like he breaks out of the cage. He runs through the circus. He runs yeah. through the town. Yeah. He finds a car. He takes the car. He goes to this next uh, Keith, 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 Keith. He found a car. Yeah. A car. Sorry. The car. That, we'll get in. Oh. <laughs> We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Hey, this show is just as ugly and off-putting as the uh, CGI Donkey Kong animated series that came out in 1996. Uh, While the video game can evidently knock some dad's father out from just the amount of colors on the screen, (laughs) I don't believe the show will do that, which is odd because like, I think one of the things that drew me to the pretty unremarkable, in my opinion, platformer that was Raymond was the vibrancy of the color palette. So in lieu of that sort of kawaii aesthetic of all the pastels, this show is like earth tones and very autumn and its palette and that on top of a very wafer thin narrative just made everything very boring it was boring to look at it was boring to watch boring to listen to the art style which i'm shocked you know because it came directly out of ubisoft you 
figure it would kind of be within the same color palette, but I'm not familiar with the 3D end of Rayman. So maybe those games look more similar to this. I don't know. Well, I mean, it was an, an edgier time, you know, starting to get yeah. into the seventh gen uh, systems. Were, were, they needed were, to put Rayman in a leather suit so we knew he fucked. <laughs> yeah, just, well, I mean, <laughs> he didn't have a visible dick. You had to put... Uh, because he doesn't have legs, so yeah, you gotta put some leather jeans on him so people are like, <laughs> Yeah, man, I bet he's packing some hangmeys. Oh, man, with hands <laughs> like those, you don't need to pack anything. But, <laughs> but uh, the, like, I hated CGI animation when I was younger. I remember like renting Toy Story mm-hmm. and just going, This is shit. <laughs> 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 I hated it. And maybe part of the reason I I hated Toy Story was because my mom rented it for me on a day I was sick, but the day was a Saturday, which was a waste of a sick day because I yeah. could have gotten the Friday or the Monday off school. Nothing worse than getting sick on the weekend when you're a kid. Yeah, I, I did not like it at all. I, I like Reboot more than I like Toy Story because it had a devil guy in it. Yeah, I, I really dislike this. To me, this is kind of... It was the reason why I was like when Shrek and all that stuff came out. I was like, I don't want any part of this. Like, bring mm. back pencils. I think it was the I watched Soul, the Pixar movie, uh, and I enjoyed that. Yeah, uh, I, I thought what worked about that was it was very uh, traditionally cinematic and uh, artistically creative. But even still, when I watched Up, which uh, every man child in the world calls uh, a pure piece of the greatest cinema of all time. <laughs> Uh, there was elements of up that I was like, oh god, this is so cheap looking in comparison to like a, a hand drawn animated studio. I just think it looks better. I, I not to say that I completely disliked up. I, I liked uh, a lot of it. Yeah, it's just it's not for me. It's not it's not a style I enjoy. Ultimately, we've talked about this particular topic, and I think we will continue to as these this podcast series continues. But yeah, I don't think as far as three D CGI goes. It it's very recent where I feel like they're starting to get it that it, you still need to stylize it as if it was a hand drawn piece of animation to make it something exceptional to make it stand out. It has to have a character about it. And I didn't watch Soul, but looking at the characters within that, I'm like, okay, I see a stylized look about these characters. I, I would cite The Incredibles as another example where they are stylized. Um, Soul, I, um, what worked for me about Soul was, hmm. and when I watched it, it reminded me a lot of Studio Ghibli films like Ocean Waves, where it was very clearly a love letter to an environment. Sure. Like the, the people who made Soul were clearly very in love with New York, like you, Kyle. Um, <laughs> so, like, there, there's a lot of love gone into the rendering of New York City mm-hmm. that's uh, in it. I mean, um, you can almost smell the train stations when you're watching. <laughs> 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 But that's what I liked about it, though. Hey, I remember like when you when you were visiting New York and uh, we walked into a Burger King where there was a lake of piss? <laughs> <laughs> that's the type of stuff that you know you come to New York for. Oh no, I'll say this, and uh, I'm going to be—I'm sure your your chest will swell here. New York is my favorite city I've ever been in. It's a it's a wonderful place. <sighs> I very much enjoy it. Sorry, Keith, you don't even fucking live in Philadelphia, all right? So get over it. <laughs> and, and Kyle doesn't live in New York City, so 
He lives in New York State. You live in New Jersey, right? I know, but I was born there, man. I bleed green. Come on. I I get it. Philly's tiny and dirty and trashy, and I love it. I like Philly. It's great. But I know, like, I know. I'm just fucking. <laughs> Thanks, boost my ego. I was Philly, for that. Philly uh, has its place. Uh, so, you know, a, s- other cities can compare themselves to it and know that they're better. Now, in San Diego, um <laughs> next year, um, I will be going to Japan. And I have mm. no doubt that Osaka and Tokyo will kick New York right into the dirt. <laughs> because. Uh, yeah, no, no. When, I, when we go there, I, I will probably end up being like, Philly who? Oh, sure, sure, sure. I've been to Akihabara. Like, who cares about Philly? But uh, yeah, jumping back off our tangent Do we have to? Uh, Do we have to? (laughs) I just wanted to agree with John and say I'd rather... Oh, yeah, to get back to that this fucking mess. Well, I was thinking more about Reboot in the moment. When John brought up Reboot, I was like, yeah, I would rather watch that. And that's like years prior and less technology. But it looks better. Like, Reboot has some depth to it. This show, the textures and the smoothing on everything. Yeah. Like, and the colors you mentioned, that autumn palette, everything just blends together. Uh And it's so fuzzy. Like, it just looks like fuzzy and blended and there's nothing for your eye to really focus on, you know, and, and, and reboot had that very exaggerated style to its animations. Like things get like cartoonishly bigger at times. And like, Mm -hmm. it had a real style while that style was, you know, the, the 3d animation VHS tapes, you could, you know, watch 60 minutes of somebody's acid trip they imagined or whatever. It's that, that style, but at least it's a style this just it's like man your video games looked better what did you do yeah i don't know what this sounded like in france and maybe some of the jokes translated better but the the english dub that we watched with billy west was uh nothing but irritating for me billy west phones in yet another performance with his same three voices imagine fry doing a weird sort of tommy was so boston accent for some reason and that's what you get with rayman yeah, I, I don't, don't know who directed him to do that voice or if they just sort of threw it at him and that's what he came up with because again the man only does three voices he's uh, from boston so that's why he's a, well he's then a- he should go back there <laughs> <laughs> Like, why is Rayman's from Boston? Like, that's, I don't, is Billy it's, West from Boston? Is that what you're saying, John? Yeah, that's what John just said. Okay, uh, I didn't know if he was making a joke that Rayman is from Boston. Okay, so why is it the worst Boston accent I've ever heard in my life? I, 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 I don't know. It, it seems like a very um, throwaway performance. It's, so, yeah, it's horrendous. It's yeah. the worst voice I've ever, like, I mean, Billy West is, you can always hear it go, oh, yeah, it's Billy West, which isn't bad. You know, no, it's no, okay no. to be and notable, I, look, but I like, like I, I like Futurama uh, yes. and I enjoyed his performance in that. I just feel like the dude gets a lot of work and there's other voice. Like we've talked about Frank Welker a lot. And what I mm-hmm. like about his work is, oh, he's in this. Oh, he did that voice. That's a, the for me. That's the mark of a good voice actor where it's not like, oh, I can I hear it and I know exactly who that guy is. That that dude's been doing. Uh, Welker's been doing work for thirty five years, maybe forty years at this point. Mm-hmm. Probably forty. Yeah. yeah. He's a dude who's been in Transformers, and oh yeah, he's Curious George the Monkey too. Like what? You know, <laughs> yeah. He's been around, and <laughs> he's, he's the gotten- voice of every animal on every eighties cartoon ever. Right, and or like Mel Blanc with, with his performances. It's like that that one dude did all these voices. Wow, incredible. It's like anytime I hear Billy West, I'm like, oh yeah, that's Billy doing that uh, that Billy voice he does. But I feel like he's never done this voice before. 
Like, no, this voice sucks. That's why. Like any yeah, director like, worth, their, worth their salt would have been like, "Hey, asshole, don't don't do that. Whatever that is, don't do that." <laughs> That's how you uh, direct people as well. Uh, as a responsible professional adult, <laughs> when they're doing something, you go, "Hey, asshole, fuck you. Stop being so shit at your jobs." Oh, it's the, the other voices aren't like terrible, you know? Yes, they but, are. I mean, <laughs> I'm Yak Mac. Yak Mac is me. No, it's it's like a Yak Mac. I forget I super strong. Like it's they're they're. Oh my god! I keep going back to them being just like imprisoned by nothing. Like there's there's no reason for them to be imprisoned. Like this guy thinks he has the greatest circus ever. Are you fucking kidding me? Like he might be the only decent voice is Rigatoni. Like he does a classic. I'm the villain. Ha ha ha. Like voice like right on what you need to be. Don't understand why you're a villain. Not sure what your purpose is. Like I, I get it. Somebody watched Pinocchio and was like, here we go. Fucking Rayman voice. Jesus Christ. The the performances are like if there was a, a voice acting 101 class at a community college and the professor just like shoved a microphone in their student's face and said, all right, asshole, do a, do a funny voice. Sorry, yeah. I'm still laughing about what John said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You know, a responsible director. Hey, hey piece of uh, shit. Why don't you do a better job, you <laughs> shit? Pro player tip. Don't be such an asshole. <laughs> Look at the bright side. Maybe he'll actually find something wrong with you. There is definitely something wrong with me. I'll second that. Cookie Lava Ghetto. No! Cookie, go bye-bye. I can't. Was there music in this? I don't who, even remember. Who cares? Yeah, like, I don't even remember if there was music in this. Like, I'm thinking, I'm like, was there, was there even music in this? No, it was probably, like, subpar video game music. You know, if Which I'm going to is- sit through a 15-minute long uh, cutscene... I, it, it might as well be like a Kojima cutscene, you know what I mean? Like at least something with like some kind of fucking depth or like something I can like something I can look at and go, what the fuck? That's huh? Not what the fuck is this garbage? You know, like it's oh. uh, Keith, I just have to point something out. You can cut this call if you want. Sure. Um, when you get angry and like flowery, you sound like Willem Dafoe in the lighthouse. Sweet. <laughs> No, keep it like, in. You're like, oh, you don't like me, lobster. <laughs> Why'd you go and spill your beans? Eat, Lofi, eat. We'll be right back. The Hot Blooded Challenger Club podcasts are a proud affiliate of Animation Legends. Head on over to animationlegends.com and scope the large assortment of animation cells they're offering. Own a piece of animation history. For just $25, you can get five different cells from some of your favorite animated shows. Shows like He-Man, G.I. Joe, Vampire Hunter D, Captain N, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, Star Wars Ewoks, and many other. And you can pay even less with our special promo code rings at checkout that's r-i-n-g-s go to animationlegends.com or click the link in this show's description and tell them that the hot-blooded challenger club sent you with our promo code rings
Oh, hey there, listener. I didn't see you come in. Well, since you're here, let me personally thank you for listening to this program. If you'd like to show your support a little bit further, check out the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. That's hotbloodedchallenger.club. You can become a member for as little as a dollar a month. And with that dollar, you get access, early access, to premium episodes of this very podcast. What's a premium episode? Additional content that's cut just for club members. You could be listening to that instead of this advertisement right now. And hey, don't have the buck, but want to support the show? Leave us a five-star review on your podcast catcher of choice. Honestly, it it goes so far to help our algorithm, so one day you could hear me advertising for... comfortable under ruse or a really good mattress or yet another subscription box but regardless thank you so much for listening now let's get back to the show shake the shake now back to our show yeah yeah that sounds cool did uh yeah. did did Inafune ever get the money to do the Mighty Number no. Nine cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> and we are back. Hey, don't miss the exclusive content we cut just for club members. Become a club member. Head on over to hotbloodedchallenger.club and you can sign up for as little as a buck a month, or for more bucks, you get more stuff. Let's wrap Sorry. up on this terrible, terrible cartoon. Can I just say as well? Um, yeah. The the random encounter question for this week, yeah, and the one we did with where's the beef? Yes, I think they're worth the money because I'll be honest, all right. I walked around thinking about where's the beef, and I just start <laughs> laughing in public. <laughs> like, you too, both, huh? Both versions of the cartoon that were uh, proposed. We all hated this. I'll, I'll say it for all of us. We, we, we all. Really hated watching both of these episodes. None of us will be returning to it. I'm going to give it three out of ten cereal bowls. The characters were uninteresting. There were just a litany of corny non-jokes. And it was just boring overall. And I for- I think John said it a couple episodes back uh, with a, uh, a film critic who I can't remember. It was a Joe Bob Briggs who said like the the the... Yeah, Joe Abreu said the only requirement he has from a movie that it's not boring. And this was nothing but boring for me. So uh, three out of ten is what I'm giving it. John? Yeah, three out of ten just feels like I I can see Keith uh, on her notes to spoil his uh, thing. Give it a one out of ten. And you know what? That's probably more honest. But at the same (laughs) At the same time, like I don't know what one out of ten is. It's faces of death or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't feel like it's completely <laughs> repugnant and against the human spirit. And I think that's what a one out of ten is. The one out of ten is like a cartoon that Hitler would have uh, do whatever. And uh, Keith here is trying to be an edge lord, so he changed <laughs> his uh, his rating to a two out of ten. Uh, <laughs> to try and troll me because uh, that's how tough and edgy he is. I was going to say, you maybe changed my mind, John, you know, because like <laughs> one out of 10 is I can't sit through this. You know what I mean? Like you said, faces of death, you know, a bunion surgery video or something, you know, like <laughs> something I literally can't sit through. So I did change it for that reason. I I, I, I was I was agreeing with you is why I changed oh, okay. it. Okay. Yes. And I Keith is right. it to two diarrhea dumps out of 10. I see <laughs> two diarrhea dumps out of 10. I would rather take a big stinky poo poo and grill it on a waffle iron and eat it with pee pee syrup. 
What uh, were they thinking? <laughs> no, boring plot. There's nothing to latch onto in yeah. this beyond the absolute fascination that this actually exists. And as someone who does indulge in a little bit like in a VHS culture, I guess, like watching people watch like weird, strange VHS tape and things that mm -hmm. exist. It's good enough for that. Like maybe you could give it the 13 minutes on two times speed on YouTube if you're right. really curious, but there's nothing there. There's just, there's nothing. It is the most empty, bland, boring thing we we have watched so far on this show. I don't think anything could be worse than this. Yeah, we haven't really talked about the cartoons throughout this episode, you know. Like, it's all, we've talked about a bunch of other bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we, that's what we do. We just talk about something else instead because there's nothing We are coping. Here. Yeah, we're, I'm trying to deal with the fact that I now have watched two episodes of Rayman, the non- cartoon cartoon because cartoons are supposed to be funny or entertaining star wolf 101 i hope you got everything you wanted out of this episode and that just about does it for us i'd like to thank our host for suffering through raymond the animated series as well as the members of the hot-blooded challenger club without whom this podcast isn't possible if you'd like to become a member of the hot-blooded challenger club please visit hotbloodedchallenger.club you can nominate a saturday morning cartoon for us to discuss by leaving us a five-star review on apple podcast like Star Wolf did, or Stitcher with your nomination. And you can fast track your nomination by becoming a member of the Hot Blooded Challenger Club for as little as a dollar a month. And with all that said, we'll be right back after the next episode drops. Avec lui. What are you doing, Grand Marnier?